Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell podcast. It is Natalie Abbott, your host. And today we are talking about being messengers of light, the light of Jesus to the world. We are talking about Proverbs 1530, which says light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones. So that's our verse for this month. And joining us all month long is Ellie Holcomb. Uh, If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you just need to stop, go back, listen to that. Or you can listen to this one and then go back, but go back and listen to it because it's just fantastic. She talks a lot about her passion for sharing God's word and her passion for God and his word and how, you know, she's she's the number one recipient of of that message. And then she just happens to be sharing that with other people. So mm-hmm. welcome back, Ellie. I am so glad to be here. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ah, so we kind of cut you off at the end of the last episode. We were talking a little bit about your new book, but really it just kind of barely got mentioned. So I just want to highlight that because I just think it looks so amazingly beautiful. The cover is beautiful. The content is beautiful. I'm excited about it as a resource personally. Like I don't have a copy yet because I don't even think it's out yet while we're recording this. Yeah, that's right. Um, But I'm going to get me one of those as soon as I can because it's awesome. (laughs) Can you tell me like how did that come about? Why did you decide to write it? What is it? Because I think maybe we didn't even talk about that last time. Yeah, that's great. I it, so the book is called Fighting Words, subtitle mm-hmm. "100 Days of Speaking Truth into the Darkness." And mm-hmm. uh, I always say I don't want to fight you, <laughs> but I <laughs> but I do want to fight the lies that I so often believe with the truth. Mm-hmm. And so, Fighting mm-hmm. Words is actually the name. Um, that I gave to scripture memorization. Uh, I just thought, you know, God calls his word a sword. We might as well use it because I got really sick of the enemy who is called in scripture, the father of lies. And it says that when he speaks, lies are his native language that yeah. punk. Um, that's not in scripture, but that's how I feel about the enemy who is a thief. And I just yeah. got so sick of the enemy stealing um, our life, our light, our hope, our peace, the mm-hmm. joy, the life to the full in John 10, 10, that God says that he comes to offer us. And I just thought, I am not going down without a fight. And so I started memorizing scripture with a friend of mine who battles depression and it started changing us. And so this book is just a collection of a lot of the verses that we have clung on to of a hundred verses that we've clung on to over the years. And it really is an invitation, just like you guys do here at dwell every month. Um, to come and lie down in the green pastures of God's word and let it nourish and and fill and guide you and protect you. Um, And so there are 10 scripture memory invitations within the pages um, Mm -hmm. and space to write how God is using those verses to bring light and life and hope in your life. And so it's been a joy. Um, It's been changing me so much. So I started a lot of years ago sharing it on Instagram on this thing Mm -hmm. called Fighting Words Friday. And the comments in that little corner of Instagram on my feed have been deeply encouraging and are really what 
like motivated me to want to kind of gather it all in one book uh, because so many people would say, oh my goodness, this verse on this day is just, I just was scrolling, you know, like we all do on Instagram yeah. and then all yeah. of a sudden, bam, God's word, this promise, and I really needed it. Or, hey, I'm tagging my friend. We were just talking about this this morning. Look at this promise from God's word. And so I think that's what I really want to do is invite people to come raw, authentic, real to the banquet table of God's word and feast. And yeah. And I'm like, are you hungry? Come eat. Are you thirsty? <laughs> Come drink. Um, so that is my hope for this book is that it would be just sort of an invitation to bury, just like you guys do, inviting people to bury light and treasure in your mm -hmm. heart and then watch mm -hmm. as God grows that into like a garden of goodness and hope and light. I just love it. I'm so yeah. pumped about this. I'm excited. I can't wait to get my copy. Uh, that is yeah. what I am all about. A lot of times um, in my own personal devotions, I just write out scripture and then I journal about it. Yeah. How is it? You know, I'll be reading something and something will hit me and bam, I'm like, I got to write that down. I you know, <laughs> that's right. So uh, I love it. So, so our message um, or our verse for this month is light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones. And I just feel like, like if I had to pick a verse that the, that was like, here, talk about the Bible, tell me what the Bible is about. Like this verse kind of sums up the joy that we all want, the health that we want, the good news that we want. Right. And this idea of light also being just this, this wonderful thing, but then, but then you get this idea of it being a messenger, right? That mm -hmm. there is this message that, that we get, we're entrusted with really. Um, but what is that message, Ellie, if you had to like sum it all up and be like, if I had, you know, a minute or two minutes to share with somebody, what is the message that you would tell them based on, mm -hmm. you know, your faith in Jesus? Yeah, I think for me, uh, the gospel is this really great news that our suffering does not have the final word. I think that we all know on this beautiful and broken earth and planet um, what it is to be broken. I think to be human is to be broken. I don't even think that, you know, you need like for somebody who's unfamiliar with the Bible at all, I don't think that anybody needs like convincing of that. You like turn on mm. the news and you're like, got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like listen to your own heart and you're like, got it. I'm broken mm. too. I, I think we all know what that is. And so I think for me, um, I, I grew up in the church and missed this a, a lot of years, but I think for me, uh, the beauty of the gospel and the good news that, that we get to share is that even in our most broken, shameful, awful pit of darkness place, we are beloved. We are not alone. And our brokenness doesn't get the final word, the suffering, the sorrow, the pain that we have doesn't get the final word because uh, God loved us enough to send his son to come be broken for us so that brokenness mm. would never have the final word. He walked yeah. up out of a grave so that we could have hope that is grounded in an gr empty grave that death doesn't get the final word. Life yeah. does. Light yeah. does. 
love does. And for me, um, with as many questions that I can have, as many things in God's word, sometimes that I don't always understand. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it tells the story of love beating death and yeah. of us knowing that even in our brokenness, um, we are beloved. We all come from the place where every good thing comes from. And that's what we're, we're, and then we're ultimately, that's, that's the place that we're made to go be is our home, um, the kingdom of light. And so, uh, this idea that not only do we get to know that we're not alone in our brokenness, but that we are light bearers, that we are image bearers <laughs> and yeah. we get to uh, stand up in our brokenness and say, even here, I am beloved. Even here, God mm. sees me and he loves me. And even where you are in your broken, most broken, darkest, deepest place of feeling like you're hopeless, hope is alive and well in the person of Jesus. And he loves you and he's here with you and he's not going anywhere. <laughs> so yes. grateful for that message. And yeah. I, I can't shake it no matter what. I just, I, I, I can't shake the fact that there's a man of sorrows who's well acquainted with grief. And um, so we're never alone, even in our deepest pit of sorrow. And it's never mm-hmm. the end of the story because love has the final word. Mm. I don't know about you, but as a listener to that message, like that just sounds so good, right? Our verse says that it's good news, that it brings joy to our hearts. Like wherever you are, even if you are on the pinnacle of happy right now, like put that in your back pocket because Mm. that is where that joy, that deep joy comes from. Mm. It really does. Knowing that even in our sorrows, even, you know, we have these things that kind of loom over us and we might feel like we're escaping them for a little while, but we kind of all know deep down they're coming for us. Right. Um, But you're right, Ellie, like death does not have the last say. It Mm. doesn't get the last word. You know, where, oh, death is your victory. Where is your sting? Because you've been beaten. You know, Mm -hmm. we already know the end of the story and the battle is still raging on, but the, but the war has already been won. Right. I love it so much. (laughs) There's this beautiful liturgy in the Easter service. I I go to an Anglican church Mm -hmm. and uh, the liturgy Easter morning, you go into the church when it's completely dark, it's like pre sunrise and it's kind Mm -hmm. of intense with your toddlers, but it's good. (laughs) Um, But because there's no childcare at this point, but they, but you go in and it's, and it's dark and, and you're reading this liturgy as the sun is coming up and pouring through the windows. And, Mm. and it's this reminder that light is stronger than darkness. And it says, hell grasped a corpse and met the face of God. I just think, Ooh. oh man, that's that some good words. So beautiful. It's so powerful. Well, in the midst of light spilling in the windows. And I tell this to my kids all the time, yeah. um, you know, light is stronger than darkness. And mm-hmm. I was explaining that to my little, I actually heard my cousin explain it for her kids. And then I've done it with my kids too. You're like, that but was she, good. I'm taking that. <laughs> yeah. She said, boys, she was like, if you have a flashlight, and you take it into a completely dark room and you turn that flashlight on, what do you see? And they were like, the light. And so I've done this with kids from time to time, my kids and then other kids that I know. I'm like, guys, light is stronger than the darkness. And they're like, no. They're like, there's some really dark places. I'm like, go take this flashlight. Go to the darkest place that you can see. And they literally will take it all over the house. They'll go under the bed. <laughs> they're like, a, a lot of kids call right. me Lily. They're like, Lily, 
it's stronger. The light was strong in the bathroom when it was really scary in the <laughs> room when the door was closed and under the bed and in the pantry. And it is such a gift to know that Jesus is the light of the world. And ultimately the light wins out every day. The sun rises to remind us that the darkness, it, it doesn't get the final word. And I'm grateful. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So we're talking about these two in our verse, we're talking about these two ways of receiving, right? We're talking about light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart. So the eyes, right? We're seeing it. And then good news gives health to the bone. So news, like some, it's a spoken word. So both, you know, visibly and then also auditorily, you know, we have this, this message that is coming to us, you know, on, on these various levels. And it reminds me of a time when Jesus says to his disciples, when they're kind of arguing on the boat about different things, you know, and he looks at them and they're talking about not bringing bread. They say, he says to them, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? So the seeing or understanding, are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? Like this idea of we can have this message. We can have it all around us in the world around us. We can have it spoken to us. We can see, like, you know, it's like what you're talking about in the, the sun coming in, um, in the, you know, like, how is it that sometimes we fall into this dangerous pit of like having this message all around us or even spoken to us, but we're not really seeing it or understanding it. Like how do we guard against that tendency in ourselves to overlook this message or to, mm -hmm. you, you said last time in our last episode, our tendency to forget even. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, like how do you personally fight that tendency in yourself? Yeah, you know, I, I think of, two things um my what one is what my mom used to say to me um is she would always say when i was having any trouble you know whatever mm -hmm. middle school we talked about middle school <laughs> earlier, but yeah. you know like trouble with friends or drama or whatever i'd be like mom this is going on give me i mean just can you just give me some advice help me know what to do and she was like i really think i would encourage you to pray like mm. go uh, there's a poet that i love he says talk to the friend <laughs> capital f yeah um, and i just i love and she would always say you ellie you cannot go get in the presence of god and stay the same you can't mm. and so i think for me um and in that same the, the other thing that i think of is uh when it's the same way when we look at light like if you've ever been like a kid um, and looked at the sun on accident, you know, you're like, oh. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. or, or like a flash of a photographer, you know, like a camera, um, you see that flash. And, and when you look at that light, even when you close your eyes, I've got a ring light in front of me right now. And even when I close my <laughs> eyes, I'm still seeing the ring light, right? Um, right. The light makes an impression on us. And so I think for me, um, it is so easy to get caught up in the hustle and the busy of life and all the things that we have to do. But if I can kind of wear out the path to the foot of the cross, if I can just, mm. and whether that's a, sometimes y'all, that is like a breath prayer. It's just saying, acknowledging like, God, Jesus, you're here. You're here yeah. with me even now. Um, and if I can remember to talk to him, to spend time in his word, um, I have never regretted doing that. And yeah. it's, it's, um, I, I don't know, is for me the best way to really 
sit with him is the best way to let this message kind of sink in. I can yeah. kind of even say things in my head. Like, I know that this is true. I know that this is true. But when I get in that posture of entering his presence, of talking with him, of saying, God, help me. Yeah. I believe help my unbelief or, um, or just God help. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me, um, that is when it, uh, I remember it's not just black and white words on a page. Mm. This is mm. a, this is a, a, a message that is alive. I mean, Jesus is the living word. And so if yeah. I can come to him in conversation, if I can come to him raw, come to him with doubts, come to him with like, I am struggling. I know you told me not to be afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> and just, you know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like um, it is, we, we have this beautiful invitation to have a living, like a relationship mm. with the living mm. God. And when I can, live embodied in my own brokenness and and come broken into the presence of God and that kind of conversational nature that he invites us into. I think of the spirit interceding for us with groans. Uh, mm. That to me is, is when it becomes less this mind knowledge and more this embodied uh, yeah. sort of relationship. Mm. I love it. Okay, Ellie, I think we're up with our time again, um, but we have one more episode. And for those of you who are wanting to find out more about our sweet Ellie Holcomb and what she is doing and get her book that's coming out, you just go to our show notes and we'll have all the links there for you. Uh, thanks so much, Ellie, for joining us today. Absolutely. It's my joy. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.